Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Gershon Bertman. Meseches Rosh Hashanah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yehuda Koenig in loving memory of Malka and Aaron Tzvi Krausman. Rosh Hashanah Daf Gimel. We are in the middle of the sugya of trying to find out the source that the Rosh Hashanah Lemalchi Yisrael is Aleph Benison. In our daf, we will see also that the Rosh Hashanah Lemalchi Umoyse Oilom is not an Aleph Nisan, it is an Aleph Tishrei, as we will mention Lekamon. In the middle of this whole sugya, we have the famous Droshas Chazal regarding the Milchemes Aknani with Klal Yisrael before they even entered Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says, Vayishma Aknani Melech Arod, Mashmuo Shoma, Shoma Shemeis Aharoin, Venistalku Anone Kovoid, Vekosovur Nidner Eshusli Hilochem Beisrael, the Knani heard that Aaron Akoyen passed away, and the Anone Kovoid that protected Klal Yisrael were removed, and therefore he thought that, this, that, that he has a reshus to fight Klal Yisrael, but he was wrong, and Klal Yisrael had a great victory over the Knani. Toysvah says, that really this Knani is not Knani, it is Amalek, and they dressed up like Knani, they disguised themselves, and they, they changed their Ksus Veloshoin, and they wanted to make sure that Klal Yisrael will not destroy them, and that is why they dressed up like uh, a nation of Knani. Now, I say there's an interesting Mechleikis Rashi and Toysis regarding this Russia, and Toysis simply accuses Rashi for not being Medakdik Bepirusha Chumish. Toysis says, Venira de Mehahu de Mas e Kodorish, de Imehahu de Chukas, Homeforesh, de Shomakibo Israel Dercho Asorim, the Rashi loy dak beferushachumish. What does Rashi mean? What does Rashi? What does Toisus mean when he says that Rashi loy dak beferushachumish? And what will be the pshat in Rashi? So the Maisa, in order to understand this Toisus, we have to see the psukim, the tira of Aharon Akoyhen, and this Milchemes Knan is mentioned in the Torah twice. One time in Parshas Chukas, the Torah describes at length the Ptira of Aaron Akoyin, how he passed away in Hoi Hor. The Torah mentions, Vayiru kol ho'edo kigova ha'aharoin, vayivku es aharoin shloishim yoim. Klalis royal were crying over aharoin. And right after that, it says, Vayishma haknani melech arod yoishiv negev kivo yisroel derecho asorim vayilochem beisroel. This is the Milchama that our Gemara is mentioning, and it is mentioned right after the Petira of Aharon Akoyen. Another time that the Torah mentions it is in Parshas Masay. The Torah describes the whole list of the Masois of Klal Yisrael, and within the, the, the list of the Masois, in Pasuk Lamed Ches, it says, Vaya al Aharon Akoyen el Hoyrohor al pi Hashem vayomoshom. And the next Pasuk says, Vayishma haknani melech arod vhuyoyishiv banegev be'eretz kena'an. Bevoi b'nei Yisrael. So there are a few differences between Parshas Chukas and Parshas Masay, as one could notice already. In Parshas Chukas, it says, first of all, what did the Knani hear? Vayishma haKnani kivo Yisrael derech asorim. Beparshas that means the Klal Yisrael are getting close to where the Knani or the Amaleki lived derech asorim. On the other hand, in Parshas Masay, it does not mention that they heard kivo Yisrael derech asorim, and even more so in Parshas Chukas, it says. Vayilochem beYisrael, vayishmi benushevi. In Parshas Masay, it just says vayishma haKnani melech arod, vehuyoyishiv beBanegev beEretz Knan bevoi bene Yisrael. It does not even mention the war that they started with Klal Yisrael. Now, what Toisvus means to ask on Rashi, 
Rashi in Parshas Chukas brings Droshas Chazal, this Drosha that we find in our Gemara in Rosh Hashanah of Gimel, and Rashi says, Vayishma Knani Shoma Shemis Aaron Vinistalko Anani Kovit Kedeise Rosh Hashanah. Now Toysus has a problem with that, and Toysus says that the Pashtis, the Drosha of Chazal, that the Knani heard the Istalkos of the Anani Kovit, and there, therefore they felt that it is the right time to fight Klalis Royal. Chazal are not darshaning their drosha from the Pasuk in Parshas Chukas. The drosha is really from the Pasuk in Parshas Masse. And Toysus explains, How could Rashi bring the drosha of Chazal on the Pasuk in Parshas Masse? Over there the drosha does not fit because the Pasuk over there explains to us what was it that the Knani heard? He heard that Klal Yisrael are getting closer to his area, to his territory. Therefore, says Toisvis, the Rosh of Chazal cannot be on that Pasuk, Mashmo Shama Ubo. The Pasuk teaches us what they heard, what the, the Knanim heard. They heard that Klal Yisrael are getting closer. It must be that the Rosh of Chazal is from the Pasuk in Pasha's Masay, because in Pasha's Masay it does not mention those words, Vayishma Haknani Kivo Yisrael Derecho Asorim. It only says, Vayishma Haknani Melech Arod. It does not say what they heard. And on that, according to Taisvis, Chazal Darshin, that Mash Moshama Ubo, what did they hear? They, hear, they heard the Istalkus of the Anane Hakovoid. Uh, uh, as a result of the Ptir of Aaron Akoyin. So this is the Kash of Toysis and Rashi. Why does Rashi bring the Rosh of Chazal in Parshas Chukas? Really it belongs in Parshas Masi. Now Toysis' Kash on Rashi is really a big pele. And there's a, there are two Kashes on Toysis. One Kash of the Marsha already asks... How could the Marsha ask on Rashi that the Drosh of Chazal does not fit in Parshas Chukas? Because over there the Pasuk explicitly explains what was it that the Knani heard. They heard Kivo Yisrael Derech HaSarim. If that is so, so Toysus should ask on himself also. How could Chazal Darshin on the Pasuk in Parshas Mas'ei, Mashmua Shoma Uba Shoma Shemes Aroin, since those two wars are describing the same war, how could Chazal ask Mashmua Uba? They could open up the Pasuk and Pasha's Chukas and they could read that Shama Kibo Israel Therefore, says the Marsha, he does not understand what benefit does Toysis have by explaining that Chazal Darshan it from the Pasuk and Pasha's Chukas, from Pasha's Masi. It is true that in Pasha's Masi the Torah does not mention what the Knani heard, but the Torah already told us in Pasha's Chukas that they heard Kibo Israel Therefore, the Marsha says that it must be that the Rosh of Chazal is not based on the fact that the Torah does not describe what. The, what uh, the Knani heard. Of course, the Torah does mention what the Knani heard. The Drosh of Chazal is based on the fact that right after the Ptira of Aaron the Torah mentions this Milchama, it must have some sort of a relationship. There, the Ptira of Aaron was a cause for this war, and that is the, the source of the Drosh of Chazal. And therefore, says the Marsha, this is no Kasha on Rashi, because really, the Drosh of Chazal is, by the fact, is from the fact that the, the Torah mentions the Milchama of Amalek in two places right after the Ptira of Aaron Akoyin. But the Maisa, there is even a greater Kasha on Toysvis. And that is that Toysvis simply is ignoring Rashi in Parshas Masse. When we open up that Pasuk in Parshas Masse, where the Torah again describes the Ptira of Aaron Akoyin, and the Torah says, Vayishma Aknani Melech Arod Vuhu Yoishiv Baneged Veres Knan, Rashi over there says, he brings the Rosh of the Gemara Rosh Hashanah. 
So how could Toysis accuse Rashi for not being medactic because Rashi brought the drosha of Chazal on Parshas Chukas? It is true, Rashi did bring it over there only to describe what was it that the Knanim heard. But really Rashi also mentions the drosha of Chazal in Parshas Masay. And according to many Girsois in Rashi in Parshas Masay, Rashi says over there, Mikan lelamedcho. Rashi T- tells us that really the real Rosh of Chazal is Mikan. It's from Parshas Masi and not from Parshas Chukas. So maybe Rashi also was bothered by the Kasha of Toysves. How could Chazal be medactic from Parshas Masi? There, Rosha of Mashmu Hashem Over there, the Pasuk already describes Kibo Yisrael Derecho Asorim. And therefore, Rashi in Parshas Masi says Mikan, the Rosh of Chazal is Mikan from Parshas Masi, where the Pasuk does not mention Kibo Yisrael Derecho Asorim. And if that is so... Why did Toysvis ask on Rashi? Toysvis should have looked in Parshas Masay and he would see, and they would, have, would be able to see that Rashi really brought that the Ikad Rosh of Chazal is from the Pasuk in Parshas Masay, exactly like Toysvis understands it. Some of the Mepharshim in the, in the Chumash of Yud Aleph, Mepharshim Rashi, want to answer this Kasha on Toysvis. How could Toysvis say that Rashi loy dok b'feirusha Chumash? Because Rashi brought Rosh's Chazal in Parshas Chukas. Rashi also repeated the same Rosh in Parshas Masay. So what's Toysvis asking on Rashi? So they want to say that according to Toysvis, the two wars which are described in Parshas Chukas and Parshas Masay are not the same war at all. Even though in both of the places it says... Vayishma HaKnani, the Torah is talking about two separate wars. One time the Knani fought Klal Yisrael because they heard that Klal Yisrael are getting closer to them. Kivo Yisrael Derech HaSorim. And that is the war which is described in Parshas Chukas. In Parshas Masay, the Torah is talking about a separate war. And over there it doesn't mention what was the reason for the war. It only says Vayishma HaKnani. And therefore Toysis is of the opinion that Rosh Chazal is only referring to the war in Parshas Masay. And it is not referring at all to the war in Parshas Chukas, and that's the Pshad and Toysis' Kashan Rashi. Why did Rashi bring Drosh's Chazal on the war which is described in Parshas Chukas? Over there, the Torah tells us that the reason for the war was Kivo Yisrael Derech Asorim, and Drosh's Chazal is, is, not, does not, is not to be applied on that war, only on the war in Parshas Masay. But obviously, Rashi himself held that these two wars are the exact same war. They're just mentioned in two separate places, and therefore, Rashi chose to bring Drosh's Chazal in both places. There's one last error in, in this Indian is the error of the Re'im and the Sifsi Chachomim. They had a gear so in Rashi in Parshas Masay, Vayishma Aknani, Mikan Lelamed Choshemisas Aharoin Hi Hashmo Shenistalko Anani Yakovoid. The Girsa is Mikan, which means that the, that the source of the Drosha is Mikan, is from the Pasuk in Parshas Masay and not from the Pasuk in Parshas Chukas. And they both ask, what is the reason that Rashi says that the Drosha is more from the Pasuk in Parshas Masi than the Pasuk in Parshas Chukas? And they say that when you see the Pasuk in Parshas Chukas, there is a long description of the Ptira of Aryan Akoyen, and the Torah describes not only the Ptira it's, uh, itself, but also the fact that Klal Yisrael cried over Aryan Akoyen, Vayiv Koisoy Kolbeis Yisrael, Shloishim Yoim. Explain the Sifsi Chachomim and the, and the Re'im. From the Pasuk in Parshas Chukas, there is no raya that what the Knani heard was the histalkos of Anana Yaakovoid, because I could have understood that what brought them to fight Klal Yisrael was the fact that they heard the crying of Klal Yisrael. They heard that Klal Yisrael are crying for 30 days, Klal Yisrael are now down, they're not in a high spirit. 
Therefore, they feel it is an appropriate time to attack Klal Yisrael. Therefore, Rashi in Pashas Masi says, Mikan In Pashas Masi, the Torah doesn't even mention the fact that Klal Yisrael cried. The Torah only mentions the Ptira itself of Aaron Akoyin, and the Torah right away after that says, and therefore that is a riot to Drashas Chazal that what the Knani heard wasn't the fact that Klal Yisrael are crying, it was only the fact of the Ptira the, the of Aaron HaKoyen, and that is the Histalkus of the Anoni HaKovoid that protected Klal Yisrael. The Gemara says, Omar Rav Chizda lo yishonu elo lemalche Yisrael, ava lemalche umo yisoyinlom mitishrei maninan. Only to Malchi Yisrael we count their years from Aleph Nisan, but Malchi Umo Yisraelim, the non-Jewish kings, their years of Malchus are counted from Aleph Tishrei, and the Gemara brings a very long drasha in order to prove that Malchi Umo Yisraelim Tishrei Manina. The Gemara does not explain what is the reason for that. Why is that so that the count of Malchi Yisrael is Minisan and the count of Malchi Umo Yisraelim is Mitishrei? The Ran Leshitosai explains according to the Ran in Daf Beis. There was no real reason for the Takana of Rosh Hashanah Lamelochim to begin with. The Ran argued with Rashi and Toysvis. Rashi and Toysvis held that without the Takana of Rosh Hashanah Lamelochim, there would have been a problem of Shtar Meuchar and Shtar Mukdam, as we have learned in Daf Beis. The Ran holds that really there was no problem that would have happened if we would have counted for each Melech according to the day that he was that he became king. But nevertheless, the reason why Chazal made a special Rosh Hashanah was in order that we that we will always remember Yitzias Mitzrayim, and also because the the act, actual Malchus of Israel happened because of Yitzias Mitzrayim, by the very fact that Klal Israel came out of Mitzrayim and they weren't Avodim any, anymore, that eventually led to the to the the op, the ability of Klal Israel to have their own king. And therefore we count the years of Malchi Yisrael from Aleph Nisan in order to remember what allowed us to be able, uh, what enabled us to have our own Melech from Malchi Yisrael. Says the Ran, and that is why we only count for Malchi Yisrael Minison and not for Malchi Umo Yisraelom Minison. And the Ran asks, if that is so, why do we have Bechlal a special Rosh Hashanah Lamelochim for Malchi Umo Yisraelom? Why don't we simply say that the years of the Melech, Mimalchi Yisraelom, will begin and will end from the time that the Melech was appointed, and whenever that date comes about, we will add another year to the count of the Melech. Says the Ran, the reason, reason for that is because Chazal had a chashash that there might be one of the kings of Malchi Umo Yisraelom which will become king on Aleph Nisan, and if we will count for that king the years of the Melucha of that king from Aleph Nisan, because that is the day that he became a king, people might mis- might be mistakenly thinking that we count also the years of Malchi Yom HaSoylom me Aleph Ben Nisan. They will see that this king, his years are counted from Aleph Nisan, and they will think that the Rosh Hashanah, the Melochim of Aleph Nisan, is not only from Malchi Yisrael, it is also from Malchi Yom HaSoylom, and therefore... Chazal chose to have a different Rosh Hashanah Lemalchi Yom Oilam, and that is Aleph Tishrei. Now the Ran does not explain. Okay, we need a, we need a separate Rosh Hashanah for Malchi Yom Oilam, but why does it have to be Davka on Aleph Tishrei? The Ritva says that the reason why 
Malchi Umo Yisrael Om Deir Rosh is from Aleph Tishrei. That follows the opinion of Rab Lezer that Mitishrei Nivra Oilom. And since Mitishrei Nivra Oilom, therefore the Rosh of the Melachim is Aleph Tishrei. The Ritva does not explain what does that mean. Why is the fact that Mitishrei Nivra Oilom enough of a reason that the Rosh of the Melachim will be on Aleph Tishrei? So the, the Shem Mishmuel on Parshas Vayakil says, he brings the Machloikis between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua, whether the world was created Tishrei or Nisan, And he says that, Elu Elu Divrei Eloikim Chaim. There are two separate, so to speak, qualities of the world which were created. There is Oilam HaTeva and Oilam HaNeis. The Oilam HaTeva was created on Tishrei. The Oilam HaNeis, the world, uh, and the Hanaga, that HaKadosh runs the world, Al Pineis, Shaloim B'derech HaTeva, that Hanaga was created on Nisan. Therefore, says the Shem Shmuel, that is why the Rosh Hashanah of Malchi Yisrael is Aleph B'Nisan, because Malchi, because Klal Yisrael, their whole Kiyum is Al Pineis. Their Kiyum is a miraculous Kiyum, and therefore... They belong to the Rosh Hashanah of Aleph Nisan, which was the, the creation of the Oilam Hanes. On the other hand, Umaisa Oilam, that their kium is Alpi Teva, their Rosh Hashanah is the Rosh Hashanah of Briasa Oilam, Alpi Derech Hateva. Another interesting pshat, the Ritva says the reason why Malchi Umaisa Oilam, why their Rosh Hashanah is Aleph Tishrei, and this is the Lashon of the Ritva, Inami. Sheboy Ho'oilom Nidoin Uboy Asidim Lekabel Eshadin. The reason why we count for Umo Yisraelim from Aleph Tishrei because this is the day of Yoim Adin, and that will be the day in the future that they will be Mekabel, their Din, their punishment, those kings who did not treat Klal Israel properly. We find the exact opposite shot in a sefer called Sifse Chachomim on Reish Hashanah. The Sifsi Chachomim explains that since the whole reason why we write the years of a Melech on the Shtar is Mishum Shloim Malchus, as we saw already on Rashi in Davbeizamudalef, and that is to show that we respect and appreciate the king or the kingdom that rules at the time. Therefore, in order to show them how important they are in our eyes, says the Sifsi Chachomim, we change the years of the Melech on our most important day, which is Aleph Tishri Rosh Hashanah. And when they see that the, the count of their years is changed in the most important days to the Jews in Aleph Tishrei, that shows how important they are in our eyes. And through that, that promotes Shaloi Malchus between us and the Melech. There's an interesting sugi in our Daf and Daf Gimel regarding whether the Torah mentions the days of the week. We find that the Torah in many places mentions all kinds of dates, of events that happened throughout the history of Klal Yisrael. And the question is, does the Torah ever mention the day of the week that something happened? The Gemara brings the Shita of Rabbi Yezer that says that the Raya that, that Rosh Hashanah Lamelochim of Malchi Yisrael is Be'alef Benisan is from the Pasuk, it says in Divrei Hayomim, Vayochel Livnois Bachoidesh Hasheni, Basheni, Bishnas Arbalem Al Chusoi. Shloimeh Hamelech started building the base Hamigdosh, 
Bachoidesh Hashaini Bashaini. The Gemara explains, My Shaini, Lav Shaini Leyerach Shemoinim Boy Lemalchusoi. The second word, when the Torah, when the Navi uses the word Bashaini, after the Navi already said Bachoidesh Hashaini, that is referring to the second month of the Melech, of the king of Shlomei HaMelech. And that is a raya, since Bachoidesh Hashaini, Chodesh Eor, is also referred to as Bashaini, as the second month. That is a raya that we always count from Elohim from Aleph Nisan, and therefore the Chodesh Hasheni, Chodesh Iyar, is also consi- considered Chodesh Hasheni Lemal Chusoy, since the count begins from Aleph Nisan. The Gemara says, Mat Kiflo Ravino Ve'eim Hasheni B'Chodesh, and the Gemara says, Imken Sheni B'Chodesh Behedi Havexiv Be'i. Ve'eim Hasheni B'Shabos, maybe when the Pasuk says, B'Chodesh Hasheni B'Sheni, the Pasuk is not referring to the number of the months of the Melech, the Pasuk the is simply telling us that the building of the Beis HaMikdash started on Monday, Basheni in Yom Hasheni Bashabos in the middle of the week. Says the Gemara, Chada Deloy Ashkechon Sheni Bashabos Dechsiv. We don't find in the Torah a description of a date referring to it as Sheni Bashabos, as the second day of the week. Since the first time that the Pasuk mentions Sheni is referring to the second month, so also the second word when the Pasuk says it is referring to the second month, which means the second month from the time that we count from Elohim from Aleph Nisan. Now regarding this statement that the, that the Gemara says, there is a big discussion in the Rishonim. And the truth of the matter is that already in the Yerushalmi, the Yerushalmi has a kasha on it. How could we say that the Torah never mentions the days of the week? The Pasuk in Bereshis says, So we see that the Torah does refer to a specific date as the second day of the week. The Yerushalmi says, Ein lemeidin mi briyosoi shel oilom. Which means that we cannot bring a raya from briyasa oilom, because even though in briyasa oilom we do call yoim sheni, yoim sheni, we describe a day as being the second day, still, this is not a raya to the rest of the Torah, and in the rest of the Torah we never describe a day by the day of the week, only by the day of the month, or other descriptions, but not by the day of the week. Now the Yerushalmi doesn't explain what does it mean, Why is it so that in Briyasa Oilam the Torah does describe the day as Yom Sheni? Toysus Dibar Matchil Sheni Bashabas explains, Kloimar, Delav Ashabas Koi, Eloshehoyo Yom Sheni, Libriyasa Yishel Oilam. Even there in Pashas Berechis, when the Torah says, Vayhi Erev Vayvayker Yom Sheni, the Torah does not mean to say that it was Yom Sheni Bashavua, Monday. It is true, it happened to be on a Monday, but when the Torah says Yom Sheni, the Torah means to say that it was the second day of creation, the second day that ever existed existed in the world. So therefore, even there, we do not find a date in the Torah which is described and related to by the day of the week that it happened. The, the, the translation, translation of Yom Sheni over there simply means the second day of creation and not the second day of the week. Now, the Achroinim already explained, the Maritz Chayis, and other Achroinim explained that Rashi answered the Kasha of Toises, the Kasha of the Yerushalmi, in a different way. Rashi, Dibur Amatchil, Sheni Bashabos Loi Ashkechon says, Sheni Bashabos Loi Ashkechon, 
דכסיב ביקרו, דהודר ביקרו בשני. Rashi means to say that when the Gemara said that we never find a, a description of a date by the day of the week, the, the, the Gemara means to say that since over here it uses the word Sheni twice, B'chaydesh HaSheni, B'sheni, that we never find in the whole Torah that when you, we use the same word and the second word is referring to the day of the week. Therefore it must be that B'sheni is not referring to the day of the week, it is referring to the, day, to the to second month. And in Briyasa Olam, it is true that we find but over there, the word Sheni shows up only once, therefore it is not a Raya to our Sugya. In the Rishonim, we have a few other explanations in this Yerushalmi, the Yerushalmi that brought a Kasha from against what we said in our, our Gemara, that Sheni Bashabos Loi Ashkechon. The Ritva explained that it is true the Pasuk is referring to the second day of the week. But over there, the Torah didn't have a choice. Over there, weeks and months didn't exist yet. So the Torah couldn't have said, There wasn't yet a month in the world. These We're talking about the first days of the creation of the world. So therefore, over there, the Torah never, didn't have any choice but to call it referring to the second day of the week. But in other places in the Torah and the Tanakh, where the Torah could describe a date by the day of the month, the Torah will not say the day of the week as a description of a time and a date. Another pshat we find in the Rashba. The Rashba says, the first pshat he says, like, like Toysvist, that Sheni Bashabas over there in Bereshis is not referring to, Vayer Vayverkayim Sheni is not referring to Sheni Bashabas, it is referring to Sheni Libriyoso Yishel Olam. And says the Rashba, Inami lehashmiya ma nivra b'yoyim sheni lehavdiloi mimaisei yoyim shlishi. The Rashba is saying it is true. The Torah over there in Pashas Bereishis does describe a date by using the day of the week that the event happened. But that is because the Torah has a reason to do so over there. The Torah in Pashas Bereishis is giving us a list of all the things that were created on every day every single day of the creation. Therefore, over there it makes sense that the Torah will tell us, this is what was created on Yom Sheni, and on Yom Shlishi, something else was created. Therefore, there is not a kasha to what the Gemara said over here by us, that the Torah never uses a description of a date by using the day of the week. Because by us, we're simply discussing something that had, had nothing to do with the day of the week that it happened. The beginning of the building of the Bishamikdash, is not related to Monday more than any other day. Therefore, it must be that when the Navi in Divrei Yomim says, He is not referring to the day of the week, but rather he's referring to the second month of the Malchus of Shloimo HaMelech. Now, by this Rashba, we could answer a kasha of the Sfas Emes. The Sfas Emes over here on Rosh Hashanah Dav Gimel asks, how could the Gemara say that the Torah never describes a date by the day of the week? We find in Parshas B'Shalach, in the, when the Torah describes the Yerida of the Mon to Klal Israel, the Torah says, hashishi, So we see clearly that the Torah is describing a date that something happened, and the Torah uses the day of the week, hashishi. So how could the, the, the Gemara say that we never relate to a specific event by the day of the week. 
Says the Sfasemes, maybe we could say, Could be that over there, when the Pasuk is saying, it really is not referring to Friday. It is referring to Yom HaShishi Le'iridas Hamon, which means that the month started falling on a Sunday. And Yom HaShishi Le'iridas Hamon, they had a double portion. But says the Sfasemes, later on in the same parsha, it says again when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe to explain to Klal Yisrael how the system of the Mon will work. And the Pasuk says, And over there it is clearly not describing the sixth day of the Mon. We're talking later on. And the Torah says that every time and on, on Friday, Klal Yisrael will get two portions of Mon. So we see that the Torah is describing a specific event, the fact that two portions of Mon will fall from heaven, and the Torah describes it as Yoim Hashishi. Therefore, as the Sfasemis, how could our Gemara say that we never relate and describe a date by the day of the week? Now, the Maisa, this Sfasemis is a Pele. Based on what we saw in the Rashba, the Kash of the Sfasemis, Lechura, doesn't begin. The Gemara does not mean to say that we never find any description, any mention of the day of the week in the Torah. We saw already in Pashas Bereshis, the Torah says, And as the Rashbo explained, when there is a specific reason to mention the day of the week, when it is necessary, of course the Torah could mention the day of the week. All the Gemara is saying by us is that when there is no special significance to the day of the week, the Torah will not generally uh, relate to a date by the day of the week. But when there's a reason to mention something that happened, that is, that is significance, to mention that it happened in a certain day of the week, of course the Torah will mention what day it happened. Therefore, in the Kash of the Sfasemis, over there we're discussing the Yeridas Hamon. Over there, of course, the Torah wants to say that point, that on Friday, Klal Yisrael will get Lechem Mishneh, a double portion, and on Shabbos, the Mon will not fall. So over there, of course, the Torah has to say, Yoim Hashishi, that is when you will get to portions, and therefore the Kash of Sfasemis is Torech Iun, Godoil Le'eis Ato. So just to give a quick summary, the Gemara, Gemara says that when the Pasuk says, it cannot be talking about the second day of the week because we never find that the Torah describes a date by the day of the week. The Yerushalmi asks that in Parshas Bereshis we already find, and the Yerushalmi says, we, find, we found a few Pshatim in that Yerushalmi. According to Toysus in the first Pshat of the Rashba, the, the Pasuk does not describe the day of the week, Yom Sheni. The Pasuk is saying, Yom Sheni Oilam, the second day of creation. According to the Ritva, the Torah didn't have a choice in, in the description of Briyasa Oilam because the Torah couldn't have mentioned the day of the month because the months were not created yet. Therefore, the Torah had to mention the day of the week. According to the second chat of the Rashba, the, the Gemara never meant that the Torah will never mention the day of the week. Of course, the Torah, when, the Torah, when it is necessary, the Torah will mention the day of the week. Only when there is no real significance to the day of the week that the event happened, there the Gemara says that we never find that the Torah is relating to a specific date using the day of the week that it happened. And we saw that according to Rashi, when the Gemara says, Sheni ashkechon, the the Gemara means to say that we never find two repetitive words, basheni, basheni, that the second one is referring to the day of the week.
The Maharitz Chayis and other Achroinim have a strong He'ora from our Sugi, from our Gemara on the Shita of the Ramban in Pashas Yisroi. The Ramban in Pashas Yisroi explains that when the Torah says, Zohar Yisroi Mashabas Lekadshoi, there's a special mitzvah to count the, the days of the week based on Shabbos, which means we count Yom Rishon, Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi, and that is because Yom Shvi is Yom Shabbos. And the Ramban goes and explains that our count is different than the count of the Goyim. All the other nations have different ways of calling the, the days of the week, either just random names or names that are based on their avoidazoras. According to the Ramban, means that we will remember all the days in the week, we will remind ourselves of the, of, of the coming Shabbos or the Shabbos that had passed. And that is why we call all the, na- all the names of the, we- of the days of the week, and they do not have a specific name. He brings it from the Mechilta. The Mechilta says... As we explained, the count of the days is based on Shabbos. The Maharitz Chais and other Achonim ask if the Ramban is right, and as he learned in the Mechilta that there is a special mitzvah to mention the names of the week, Echod Bashabbos, Sheni Bashabbos. Our Gemara says that Sheni Bashabbos Loi Ashkechon. We do not find throughout the whole Tanakh a description of a specific date referring to the days of the week. And according to the Ramban, it's really hard to understand why not. If there's a special Indian to say, Echot Bashabbos, Sheni Bashabbos, in order to remember that the count begins and ends from Shabbos, why doesn't the Torah ever use that count of the days of the week? And to say that uh, specific events happened in Echot Bashabos, Shlishi Bashabos, Chamishi Bashabos, in order to remind us this special day of Shabbos to show that we always count from and until Shabbos. I saw brought down in the Sefer Peiroy's Te'ena an interesting terrace on this Kasha, and he says that when the Ramban says that there is a special mitzvah to remember Shabbos by counting Echot Bashabos, Sheni Bashabos, the Ramban means to say that when a person is in the middle of the week and he mentions today is Echot Bashabos, today is Sheni Bashabos, that will remind him of the coming Shabbos that is about to come. He knows that after Chamishi and Shishi Bashabos, Shvi Bashabos will come and that will be Yoim HaShvi, Yoim HaShabos. That is the Pshat of the Ramban. There is no special Indian to mention events that already happened in the history and to say that they happened in Echod Bashabas or Besheni Bashabas because that won't remind anybody of the Shabbos of that time because that Shabbos already passed a long time ago. The only mitzvah is nowadays, whenever we mention a day, to say that this day is the first day leading up to Shabbos and the second day leading up to Shabbos and that is the mitzvah according to the Ramban. There's another fascinating sugi which is related to our Gemara, Daf Gimel Omud Beis. The Gemara describes the story that happened with Hanania, that got a message from Hanani from Yerushalayim, that the Choymois of the ear are Prutzois, and the Gemara described how it was hard for him to go over to uh, report that, por- that report to the king. In order to understand these events, 
it is important to know the background of the history which is learned from our Gemara and the Gemara in Megillah Daf Yud Aleph Amud Beis and the Gemara Avodah Zarah Daf Tes Amud Aleph. We all know that the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed by Malchus Bavel, and the Golos was for seventy years between Beis Rishon and Beis Sheni. The way it worked is was that fifty-two years after the destruction of Malchus of Beis Hamikdash of Rishon. Malchus Paros conquered Malchus Bovel and they became the ruling kingdom in the region. And Malchus Paras, according to Chazal, was in the area, in r- ruling around the area of Eretz Israel for 52 years. 18 years before the building of the Beis Amikdash Hasheni, and 34 years into the building of the Beis Amikdash Hasheni, which means in the beginning of the Beis Amikdash Hasheni, 34 years w- were under the ruling of Malchei Paras until Alexander the Great, Alexander Moikdoin, conquered the Malchus of Paras and the Malchus of the Yevonim started. So it was Bavel and then Paras and then the Yevonim. Now Chazal teach us that there were four Melochim to the Malchei Paras. The first one was Daryavish Hamadi. Then Koyresh, Koyresh Aparsi, the famous Koyresh that allowed Klal Yisrael to start the building of the Beis Hamikdash. After that came Achashverosh from the story from the, from the Megillah, and the last one was the Daryavesh or Koyresh Artachshasta, which is mentioned in our Gemara. This is the last king, and the actual building of the Beis Hamikdash started in his times. How did that happen? In the times of Koyresh. 17 or 18 years before the Beis Hamikdash was actually built, he allowed Klal Yisrael to go and rebuild the Beis Hamikdash, and a group of people led by Zerubavel came to Eretz Yisrael and they started building the Beis Hamikdash. After that, Soine Yisrael sent letters to Melech Poras, and the the the, the avoid of the Beis Hamikdash was stopped, and they did not finish the avoid of the Beis Hamikdash throughout the whole days of Achashverosh until the last king of Malchei Paras, which is the king we mentioned before, Daryavesh Aparsi, or Koyresh Artachshasta. This is the last king, and he allowed Klal Yisrael to go back and build the Beis Amikdosh. And they started building the Beis Amikdosh, and they finished the building of the Beis Amikdosh in, sh- in the sixth year of his Malchus. But even though they built the Bisamikdash, they still did not build the walls of Yerushalayim. The Choy Musa'ir were still Prutzim. And that is the, the this description in our Gemara. 20 years later, Hanani sends a letter to Nehemiah, which was still in the Golos, describing that the Choy Musa'ir are Prutzois and they need help. Now the Gemara brings the Pasuk in Nehemiah that says, Vayhi b'choy deshnison shnas esrim la'at ashashcha ha-melech, Yain lefonov v'esos ayain v'edno lo melech v'loi hoisi ra lefonov v'yoimer li ha-melech madua ponech roim v'ato in chochoyle ein ze ki im ra leiv roya leiv v'iro harbe meoid and Nehemia was very scared from the king v'oimer la melech ha-melech le'oilom yichye madua lo yoreu ponay asher ho'ir beis kivrois avoisai chorevo shoreo uklu bo'eish. Basically, Hanani goes and gives the report to the Melech, but before he does that, the Melech sees that his face is ra, ponecho roim, 
And he told him, you are not sick. Something is wrong over here. And the Pasuk says, that Nehemiah was very afraid. Now, the, the, the Gemara does not explain what exactly happened over there. What was it that Nehemiah was afraid of? And what was, what was it that the king was telling him? So there's a beautiful pshat in the Maharsha. The Maharsha in Chidushia Godis says that what happened over there is that the Yerushalmi says, and Rashi brings it in, in Nasar Yuchsin, that the reason why Nehemiah, his other name was also called Hatarshasa, is because Nehemiah had a special heter shtia. Nehemiah got a heter from the Chachamim to drink Yain Shel Nochri. And the reason for that is because the Melech always used to drink from the hands of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a Sarah Mashkim. He used to offer the drinks to the Melech. And the rule was that in order to make sure that he did not put any poison in the drinks of the king, he had to drink beforehand. And only after that, the Melech used to drink after him. So Chazal allowed Nehemiah to drink Yain Shel Nochri, and that's why he was called Heter Hatar Shoso, which means Heter Shoso, Heter Shtio. Now, our Gemara brings the Pasuk, when Nehemiah heard the terrible news from Yerushalayim, from Hanani, the way the, the gates of Yerushalayim are burnt and the, the wall is destroyed, he did not want to drink the wine. He did not want to be drinking wine in the time of Avelus, and that's why he offered the wine to the king without drinking it beforehand. And that is what the king told him, Madua ponecha roim, says the Maharsha, roim means that you did not drink wine. When a person drinks wine, is considered lev toiv, like it says in the Megillah, ketoiv lev hamelech bayoin, and the melech accuses him, Madua ponecha roim, why aren't you drinking the wine? You are not sick. You are able to drink the wine. If you are not drinking it before you offer it to me, maybe you are trying to poison me. And on that it says in the Pasuk, Nehemiah felt that the Melech might kill him, suspecting that he is trying to poison the king. And therefore he davened that Hashem will help him. And he explained to the Melech, to Koyrish, to Artachshasta, what is the reason why he decided not to drink? And that is because he was be'avelos over the terrible news that he received from Yerushalayim, from Hanani. I just want to end off Bekitsur Nimrods that there is a sugya which is not really discussed in our Gemara, but it is good to know at least Bifchinas Dama Shetoshiv Lapikoiris. I mentioned before that the Malchus of Paras was existing for only 52 years, 18 years before the building of the Ba'is Sheni, and 34 years into Ba'is Hamikdash Sheni. This opinion is brought down in the Brice of Seder Oilam Rabba Ois Choftes. Now, this doesn't fit well with the, his, the, the history which is studied nowadays by modern historians, and this history is based on uh, ancient Greek historians, and many of the Sfarim discuss this seeming stira between the Braisa, the Seder Oilam Rabbah, that says that Malchus Paras existed for only 52 years. On the other hand, the, the, the ancient historians claim that the Malchus of Paras existed for over 200 years. And there seems to be a, a, a discrepancy of 169 years between the history which we, which we learn from 
and the history which is brought down in the, in the ancient historians. The Ravinus, Rav Se'adia going already in Emunas Vederis Perak Ches mentions it. And he is Miramis that the historians made a mistake on purpose because by adding many years to the Machos of Paras, they were able to translate and, and explain one of the Psukim in the Tanakh. Uh, that the Psukim are referring to Yeshu Hanotri, they had an agenda and that's why they added many years. On the other hand, there's uh, another discussion about it in the Barbanel in Ma'inei HaYeshua, uh, Perak Bey's Posu Gimel. The Maharal in Beira Goyla also mentions this uh, discrepancy between the 52 years that Chazal give to the Malchus of Paras and the many more years that are described by the other historians. And the Maharal brings the Sefer Ma'oyer Einaim from Rabbi Azariamin Ha'adoimim that claimed that Chazal had a mistake in, the, in their years, in their count. And the Maharal attacks him in a very harsh way. And he says, we cannot say about Chazal that they had a mistake. They obviously knew what they, are, they were writing. And he has a whole way of resolving this discrepancy and explain what Chazal meant when they gave 52 years to the Malchus of Paras. There are other many, many discussions regarding this uh, stira or this kasha on, on the Seder Oilam. There's also a famous... Yesoid, uh, 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 which was brought by Reb Shimon Schwab Zatzal, the Ein Kanamokim Laarich. Anyone who wants to be Meayin could find Maramekoimis. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.